Hi everyone, welcome to Type Talks. Today we have Josh and he is one of my coaching service clients and he has amazing insight. Whenever we have sessions together, he always blows my mind with his amazing extroverted intuition connections. And today we'll talk about the SINE access in contrast to the NISE access. Could you tell us a bit about more is more versus less is more? Right, I often feel like the distinction between the introverted perceiving functions, SI and NI, and the distinction between NE and SE is that the extroverted perceiving functions are like more is more versus the introverted perceiving um, taking on the ideal of like less is more. Yeah. That is bloody brilliant. Can you give us a few examples? Yeah, so in my own life, I'm an INFP, so I have NE and then SI as my second and third functions. Um, and less is more uh, feels like paring down what your scope is in terms of stimulation, in terms of like options physically to focus on like the depth of something and to get more into it. So you, you don't really have less, but it's like within less, you find the depth that is the more. Um, and then NE is almost like a denial of that sometimes where I, I feel like all my options have to be there. And I like make sure that the more is more of the ideas, the possibilities, they're all there. More is more triggers my NE. So it's like in a conversation, um, it's like I have to include other things. I have to keep adding to the conversation. So whenever there's a conversational topic, I have to think of everything else that it reminds me of. And I have to keep bringing that in. I have to, I have to keep stacking on um, more concepts that it reminds me of. And it's not with a mind to uh, get to the point. It's like I keep adding in everything that it reminds me of. Right, whereas SI is like less is more. Um, if I have like a specific sensory experience and it feels like we have to like plumb the depths of it, it's very SI for me, like a song. Um, you know, I'll, I'll read into the lyrics. I'll make sure that all the lyrics make sense to me. I'll like take the sensory experience and I'll not be focusing on every sensory experience that could compare to it, but I'll delve into it. So a song. Um, will become very significant to me as I spend more time listening to it again and again, or a movie, watching it again and again. Yeah, you infer a lot of meaning into the lyrics. So I have a lot of NPs. They'll send me the song that they want me to listen to, and then they'll send me the lyrics underneath. And yeah. it's almost like they want me to take the SI out of it. They're like, Joyce, these lyrics mean this much to me. And then, right. yeah, it's it's a trend I definitely see. So likely behavior that comes out of extroverted intuition and introverted sensing for my MP friends, because they're always trying to like show me the significance of the song lyrics. Yeah. Yeah. A time that Josh used extroverted intuition around me and E is when we'll have our coaching sessions together and he'll, he'll mention things like, Oh, so introverted functions are like ROM and extroverted functions are like RAM. And I'm like, yeah. Josh, that is so brilliant. 
And that is such like an extroverted intuition, like immediate insight that like they just have off the bat. I see extroverted intuition as honeymooning with ideas. So is extroverted sensing. These functions will have the mentality more is more. So they'll want to kind of have a really intense honeymoon with new novel things that are of variety and then abandon them uh, <laughs> in cold blood. Yeah, it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> the love is gone yeah. after a little while. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. One of your interviewees on one of your videos, Spacey, the INTP, said before NE is not interested in following through all the diminishing returns to like the 100% of an idea. Um, it, it gets to like maybe 80% and then it's like, gotta go to the next thing, right? Which speaks to the philosophy of like more is more. You gotta add more ideas and you don't plumb the depth of each idea. You just keep adding more. I think SI gets to do as much as SE does, but instead of having more being more, it restricts itself first, and then it goes to the depth of the, the, the singular thing that it's focusing on. Which is, as you pointed out something, I, I mentioned that a very like SI word would be like filigree, right? Um, filigree is like a metalworking technique where you, um, you get very detailed and you inlay like specific little beads and threads of metal into your larger work. So you'll have like the hilt of a sword will be inlaid with little floral or like bead and thread kind of designs, right? And to me, that like is a good picture of SI because you have like a very small space, but you can just like zoom in and you can keep adding more and you can make it more and more detailed within less and less space. And you, you end up with this very expensive singular sensory thing. And that's very SI to me, you know, this small thing has so much laid into it. And then you can hand that off easily. So that's what SI wants to do. It wants to sow a lot of value and meaning into singular sensory things. And that's what you can deal in. You know, that's what you can pass off to other people and everybody can respect the SI and everybody can understand the meaning that you've packed away into this little packet. NE and SI, the like physical over like sensory experiences to me trigger a less is more kind of reaction. So like I'll, I'll limit myself first and then I'll plumb the depths with SI. But then with NE, whenever it can trigger like an abstraction for me, whenever it hits my, um, oh, let's go to the principles behind this thing kind of idea, like then I become more is more. So conversations are very more is more for me because I'll be inclined to touch on every idea I can possibly think of and include. Uh, but singular sensory experiences that I feel are very important, I just I just get deeper and deeper. What like what's your NISE like? Because you you'll take an idea and you'll try to like get to the real core of it and you'll dismiss like distractions from that idea, right? And you'll try to get to the core of the idea. But like the sensory is less personal. It's less to be delved into the depths of. So like little bits of examples and data, mm, they're like, they're kind of more is more, right? They're like, let's add them on and then take them off. Like none of them is singularly important. None of them is singularly expensive to deal with, right? Mm -hmm. I love how you use the word expensive. 
you're you're right. <laughs> right. The introverted functions are all expensive with what they do. They mm -hmm. sow more of their time and energy into um what like you know what they're doing, the singular thing. FI delves into the depth, S I, N I, T I. They all get into the depth of the thing. Whereas the extroverted functions try to do all of it in a shallower way. It's less expensive for the extroverted functions per item, and it's more expensive for the introverted functions per item. Introverted functions go all in on one thing. Extroverted functions go all in on everything. Yeah, yeah it's, exactly. it's definitely a philosophy of more is more versus less is more because more is more has to keep adding, you know, and it gets bored and it gets afraid that you're missing out. Whereas um, I feel like introverted functions are concerned with like the waste, especially for me with SI, it's very easy to take the word waste and be like worried about that, right? Like an experience or a physical material, it's like, oh no, it's gonna be wasted, right? It's like, it has so much more to give to me, to us, but I need to get it. I need to get it out of it, right? And so it's like, take this one thing and forget about all the other possibilities of like, um, you know, what else I could be gathering, but I have to, I have to plumb the depths of all this can offer to me and to us, right? That's like SI or like an introverted function. Yeah. Because of this less is more mentality of SI, it can result in some likely behaviors like repurposing items it's like you can still use it just we you can remake it in this way and it can be useful mm -hmm. yeah 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 there's a lot of things that i do that where i'm like we don't need more tools you know we don't need more things we can take what we have now it's very like um <laughs> it can get to the point of like a pathology it can get to be like bad but it's very like frugal you know it's like very like let's use what we already have to do what we need to do, you know what I mean? Absolutely amazing, words of insight. And so in contrast with my function access, SE and NI, with my more is more, with extroverted sensing, with food, I tend to add a lot of sauce or I need it to be very flavorful. Yeah. Like I'll, I want it to be the peak of as flavorful as it can be. And it's a really bad problem I have. I like to sauce food so, plentifully. Miley Cyrus is a SE user and she eats spoonfuls of ketchup. And to me, it's the same sauce addiction I have, but in a very <laughs> gross way too. <laughs> so that's my extroverted sensing. That's one way it can show up. For other people, it might show up a little differently. That's just one example. Um, for my introverted intuition, like for videos, I, I like to narrow down on the concept. So what will happen is we'll be talking about all these cool ideas with Josh. You know, he has extroverted intuition. With conversation, he'll be like dogpiling ideas on ideas. And I'll be like, I'll try to jam them all into a one singular theme. And I'll try to like get something from it. You've got to get the depth in somewhere. So you find something to go all in on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Introverted intuition, it locks on to concepts and it, mm -hmm. and whereas like SI, SI locks on to the sensory, 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. So it's that thing you'll keep coming back to. It's the thing you relate everything to. Your introverted functions are that thing that you relate every other thing to. They have a sense of storage. Mm -hmm. The introverted they... functions like hold on to things. And then everything new is like, let me reference what I already have. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Introverted sensing tends to get the reputation for being called memory, but all introverted functions, all of them, are memory. Mm -hmm. NI is conceptual memory. Um, FI is emotional valence memory. Mm -hmm. um, TI is that memory of logical truths. Mm -hmm. And SI is concrete memory of, of detailed things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So all introverted functions are memory. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's a really good truth, Joyce, because I feel like that is um, something that people don't always understand and something that people are not always looking for. And so if you're typing yourself, maybe you can like kind of look for that in yourself and see what those, what of those you, you have, you know? I think a big thing with SI is like, it becomes, well, all the functions, if especially if they're your dominant function, they become a lot more than like a basic definition that you might hear of them. And I think what I see with SI is it tries to really own like culture and tradition, you know, like a really like, um, like it's responsible for it kind of way. So like SI likes to own like everything we've done in the past, everything we need to do every year. You know what I mean? If you think like historically in human society with like agriculture and like the changing of seasons and like everything that needs to happen every single year, um, SI really remembers like this is this is what happened last year when we needed to do this. This is, you know, what was like going on um, when we needed to um, plant the crops, when we needed to harvest the crops, when we needed to take things out so they wouldn't be rained on. You know what I mean? It's like it's very storing the sensory and it becomes this whole cultural thing where, oh, if I store all this up and I like hold on to it and really value it and I'm not focusing on everything different and all the new things, then I can hand that off to people, right? And you can hand on this like inheritance of SI to the next generations that can be useful, right? And maybe this is also speaking to my function of TE where it's like, oh, like in this in the tribe, I want to be like useful to them. But I, I think the SI is um is very like powerful in human history for like holding on to things that happen continually er, again and again. The things that I'm SI and NE about like are relative to my own experience, right? So different people might be more inclined to tap into SE about things like impersonal with the experiences but if I've already had experience about things I'm like inclined to delve into the depth of those experiences and things that I already have understanding of that I can riff on like they really trigger my ME right so if we're having a conversation and I already know like one or two things and I can like get into the abstractions of things if I already have understanding about that thing it's inclined not to trigger my si but to trigger my ne um so like cooking is actually one for me where you think of cooking as such a sensory thing it's the flavors 
it's uh, the smells, the, you know, the visuals of the food. But for me, it triggers so much understanding of like food history and food chemistry um, because I've uh, I've like specked into how things work and like the ideals behind it, right? So food has become a very N-E thing for me in particular, but I see in other people that I know, other NPs even, that food is not a particular interest of theirs. And so they become very SI about it. They go to the experiences that they've had before. They like to try the same foods again and again and again because they don't have the SE that likes to try everything. They don't have the SE that says more is more is more. They have the SI that says, let's go with what I already know because I know that will be good. Um, and they don't, they, it can't trigger their NE yet because they don't have the understanding to go to all that that would mean when they try this. What, you know, what does that relate to? They don't have the understanding for that food of like tying it into the culture that they've already studied, you know? Absolutely. With extroverted sensing, I like to try out new sensory sensations, even if they might go out poorly or they might be discussed, like they might not be the most ideal. Uh, like I'll go to hot pot with my friends and there'll be multiple options for what you can like add to your sauce tray in order to like dip your food in. And I'll add all like the sauces just to try it. <laughs> totally sacrilegious. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah and sometimes it turns out extraordinarily gross sometimes it turns out really well but i love the testing out of new sensory types of experiences because the sensory experience isn't expensive for you it's just one of many that are going to happen yeah yeah <laughs> but the area you might clamp down in is like the abstract conversation that's where you're like, no, we need to reserve like our time and energy for like what's, what really matters, right? Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. For something that has a point, that has a direction. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Would you say like, you always talk, Joyce, even in your videos with NPs about how much you appreciate NE, right? Because it's just trying everything as far as ideas go. Well, what about this idea? What about this idea? And I see you pointed out with NPs. You're like, wow, your NE is so helpful to me because it spins it and then it turns it back to me. Like, is this what you meant? But like NE must be frustrating for you more often than not because it's just like going haywire, right? And it doesn't really care if there's like an end goal to it. Like, is that true for your NI? Like, you're like, whoa, NE, stop let's focus. <laughs> yeah. What Josh did right now is an example of his NE. So he's like, oh, I could take this conversation in an interesting direction. You presented a new way of looking at it. Like, NE. you're like, here you go. <laughs> you do that a lot in conversation. <laughs> yeah. 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 To answer your question, Josh, it does sometimes, but it also is good too. So it, it depends on the person. <laughs> I might get I might get overwhelmed sometimes. <laughs> I'm like I'm like wow, that's a that, that I'll go like that is so smart. That is so so smart and I didn't consider it. So I kind of realize how I've been caging myself by accident. So like when you ex when you explore a new idea that I've never thought of, it allows me to then take it seriously. So Actually, I love it. I love it when NPs show me new ideas 
the thing is we interpret their ideas differently. So the NP will be like, wow, here's a new like, cool idea, Joyce. And I'll be like, this is such a cool idea. I'm going to like keep this forever and I'm going to think about it. And then I'm like, I take their ideas way more seriously than they take their ideas. Right. Yeah, that's what happens. I love it, but they 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 take it less seriously than I do. Right. Yeah, yeah. that's so funny. That's I have to say with like um with SE and SI, like it's the same for my SI where SPs will um just like give me all the sensory experiences. And I'm like, wow, I still value this. This is amazing. You gave me this. This is really important. And then they're like on to the next thing already. And I'm like, wait, you're, you don't care about this? <laughs> and it's like, but I'm still holding on to this sensory experience. You know what I mean? Um, and it's like, it's like, I want to hold on to like every new thing that comes. It's like, I realized like, oh, like there's more out there that I haven't experienced or um, like paid attention to. And I, so I value it at first. And then I realize like that they're doing something different. Like people with SE aren't sewing as much meaning into each experience that they have as I am. So they have more of them, right? And then I'm all of a sudden like caught up in the one that, that I was already having, yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> that that has enough value to keep going over and over. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Really well put. And so the lesson from this whole video is extroverted functions, especially like NE and SE, have a mentality more is more when gathering information, whereas mm -hmm. NI and SI have a mentality of less is more when gathering information. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's and true. and another takeaway is that all introverted functions are memory in a different yes. way. Yeah. They mm -hmm. hold on. They store. They hold on. They store. To whatever, their, to whatever their fodder is, whatever they're doing, they keep holding on to things. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're stimulation sensitive. So mm -hmm. they have less is more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you so much, Josh, for coming out and being oh, brilliant. Happy. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you you're, for having me on, Joyce. Definitely. You're an exotic dish giver. <laughs> you always give us new <laughs> exotic ideas. You you give me so much food for thought. Like, I always feel like I'm at a cuisine of ideas, and you're giving me, like, all of these fresh new takes on things yeah. that I've never considered before. And you expand my, you expand my idea box <laughs> with all of your um, 10,000 million ideas. <laughs> really that makes me feel so good. Thank you for providing the table that is this channel so that I can, you know, Give I can have ideas in the first place. Your exotic dishes onto my channel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really appreciate you. And I always tell you, like, choice. <laughs> Thank you. yeah, yeah. You're one of those people who, when I met you, I told you I wanted to be your friend. And I don't say that to a lot of people. I say mm -hmm. that to a very select few of people really? who come across me. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I probably yeah. said that to one other person. Really? Yeah, I did, yeah. But and, it's and, my and Enneagram so, type four, I feel so special. Yeah, it makes your Enneagram type four feel special. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, oh, 
Uh, yeah, I really care about you. Um, um, and I think your ideas are gold, platinum, and all things expensive. <laughs> so yeah, thank you. Thank you for your brilliant takes. Seeing like SI as filigree, that is a new take no one has ever mentioned before. That's why I, I love your ideas, Josh. You give ideas that no one in the type space has talked about before. You'll relate introverted functions to ROM and extroverted functions to RAM. And do you remember the reason why? The reason why is because introverted functions hold on to things by default. default. Whole, introverted functions hold on to whatever they're, they're dealing in by default. And if an introverted function changes, it's like manually. Whereas an extroverted function is like RAM. It's like it's gone by default. In an interaction, an extroverted function just deals with the, the fodder that it's dealing with. And then the interaction ends and its memory is wiped. And then the new interaction starts and it's filled again with whatever the new interaction is. And then it's wiped and then it's filled again. And the introverted function can change its status can be updated but it's like manual and with every new interaction that it comes to it comes to it with its previous experience its previous storage it holds on to it and then every new interaction it's like it has to be manually edited that is freaking brilliant josh no one has ever put it like that before see <laughs> one of a kind those are your ideas one of a kind and also plentiful because you don't care about them as much as I care about them. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get a new one tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you are just, mm. you are a brilliant generator of ideas. You are a masterful brainstormer and you are a great friend. And I love all things about you. <laughs> Thank you for being so kind. Aww. Yeah. Yeah. You have the opposite functions of me, so you fill in my uh, my gaps. Yeah, that's what the world should be. We're, we're an ecosystem where our cognitive functions fill in each other's gaps. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Win-wins. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So thank you so much, Josh, for coming on. And Thanks, thank you, everyone, for watching. Yeah. Bye. <laughs>